All right, let's try to linearize this function near the value x equals 0. All right, well, again, we need a y value to go with our x value. So y will be what? f of x 0, uh, f of 0, right? And, of course, if x is 0, we just get the square root of 1. So the point will be 0, 1. And after we have the point, right, just remember, linearize, all we're doing is trying to write the equation of the tangent line. So we need the slope, all right? The slope is equal to the derivative, right? So that's what? Well, we better write, we better write f in exponential form, right? So we can find the derivative. The derivative, again, the generalized power function, right? So what's the derivative? It's one-half, right, the power, one plus two x, the function, to the one-half minus one is negative one-half, and then what? Right, I need the derivative of the inner function, which is just two, so a half times two is one, so this is just one plus two x to the negative half, which, because I want to evaluate it, I think I'll write it as one over the square root, right? The negative exponent, right, becomes one over, and then the half power is the square root, so it's one over the square root of one plus two x, and then at the point zero, one, right, the slope of the tangent will be f prime of zero, the derivative evaluated at zero, which is just going to be one over one. So I have a slope of one, right? So I'm in business now. I have a point zero, one, and I have a slope of one. So y minus one over x minus zero, I'll just leave that as x, is equal to one. So y is equal to x plus one. All right? And this again is the linearization. This is the equation of the tangent line. I could write t of x equals x plus 1, all right? And now the, the, the point of this is that we can use this very, very simple function, right? It's, it's a straight line, but it's, it's really simple. And we can use this linearization, this tangent line, to approximate this square root function, right, near the point 0, 1. All right, let's do an example where we actually use the linearization as an approximation. All right, so if the problem is 
to approximate the cube root of 8.01. All right? That's the problem. Now, of course, you could just whip out your calculator and ask it to tell you the cube root of 8.01. Right? But we're going to use this technique of linearization to find the tangent line to approximate this cube root, and then we'll use our calculator to um, find out what it is and see how good an approximation it is. All right. What function are we talking about here? This is the cube root, right? So the function is going to be the cube root function. All right. This is sort of similar to uh, what we've done in previous sections, we have to find an objective function first, okay? And here, certainly, if we're looking for a cube root, then the objective function will be the cube root function. All right, now remember that the approximation is better the closer you are to the point of tangency. So what we want is to pick a point, right? We're going to have to say at some value, okay? And at what point is going to be close to the value x equals 8.01, but we want to know what the cube root of that value is. And so I think, I think mo- hopefully most of you realize that the cube root of 8 is equal to 2, right? So y is equal to the cube root of 8, which is equal to 2. So our point of tangency, right, is going to be 8, 2. That's the point. Now we need what? Right, we need the slope. So we need to write this function as an exponential, right? The cube root is the one-third power. Just as in the previous example, the square root was the one-half power, all right? So the derivative is what? What's the derivative of x to the one-third power? With respect to x, it's what? One-third x to the one-third minus one is negative two-thirds, which we could then go back to our radical form as 1 over 3, right? That's the 1 over 3, right? And then this is a negative exponent, right? So it's going to go into the denominator, right? As the 2 thirds power, right? And then what is the 2 thirds power? Well, this is the same third as the, as the, the original function. Right, so that's the cube root of x. Now we could either square it inside or square it outside. I'm going to square it outside because it'll be a little bit easier. Right, okay, and then at x equals 8, the slope of the tangent will be what? 1 over three times the cube root of eight squared, which is what? 
1 over 3 times the cube root of 8 is 2 squared. So that's what? 1 over 3 times 4, right? Of course, you all know you square the 2, you don't multiply and then square, you square and then multiply. So, right, we get 1 twelfth, right? And so now we have the point 8, 2, and we have the slope is 1 twelfth, right? So the equation is going to be what? y minus 2 over x minus 8 is 1 twelfth, or y minus 2 equals 1 twelfth x minus 8, okay, or y equals 1 twelfth x minus, what, 8 twelfths, 8 twelfths is 2 thirds, plus 2, okay, or y equals 1 twelfth x, what, 2 is what, 6 thirds, 6 thirds minus 2 thirds is plus 4 thirds, okay, and then what we can do now, right, is use this tangent line to approximate the curve, the cube root of x. So we want to know the cube root of 8.01, right, is going to be approximately, what, 1 twelfth 8.01 plus 4 thirds, okay? And if you get out your calculator to just do an, a um, decimal approximation of this, okay, you will get 2.0008333 and so on, All right? And while you have your calculator out, you can ask your calculator for the actual cube root of 8.01, and it will tell you it's 2.0008329862986. Okay, so so our tangent line, our linearization, did give a, a pretty good approximation. If you compare these two numbers, they're really pretty close, right? And then I just want to mention one other thing to you, right? The second derivative, right? We have the first derivative. The second derivative is what? Is negative two-ninths x to the what? Negative 5 thirds, which is negative 2 over 9 times the cube root of x to the fifth, 
right? If x is equal to 8, right, I don't really care how much this is. What I care about is what? The second derivative will be negative. If the second derivative is negative, the curve is what? Concave what? You remember? Right? It's concave down. Right? And remember what we said? Remember the little trick I showed you to remember the second, the concavity? Right? If the second derivative is negative, right, the curve is concave down. And remember we had the little, right, face, okay? As opposed to if the second derivative is positive, right, the curve is concave up. So if, if you have trouble remembering which concavity is which, that might help you. All right, but remember for a concave down situation, right, the tangent line is what? Above the curve, so the tangent line will give values that are a little bit bigger than the actual function. And in fact, that's what we have here, right? That the tangent line value the tangent line approximation, okay, is a little bit bigger than the actual value, which was predictable from our analysis of the concavity.